Hey there, welcome to News Dump. And it's been a wild few days for Facebook's last shred of relevancy, the photo sharing app Instagram, as it tried to just run itself directly into the ground by informing users that some incredibly unpopular changes were on the horizon. And there was nothing they could do about it. Those changes being a full pivot to video and uh, an increase in posts on your feed from people and pages that you have never followed. Uh, and this was all on the heels of Facebook's, sorry, Meta's, abysmal earnings report, which reported a steep drop in revenue for the company and news that it would be cutting some jobs and, quote, tightening their belt. Mm. Uh, in one hilariously sad bit of information uh, that leaked from someone internally, uh, it, it looks like during a recent all-hands Q&A with CEO Mark Zuckerberg, uh, as he was talking about the belt tightening and the intense future that laid ahead of the company, someone asked about vacation days causing Zuckerberg to become visibly frustrated. <laughs> By the way, these days were referring to some extra days off throughout the year, which was a program that was started amidst the pandemic to boost employee morale. Well, morale boosting is over. Yeah, we're getting getting rid of that. Yeah, that's the first thing to go. Your morale is staying exactly where it is. Here's The Verge. Hi there, the first pre-recorded employee question started. I'm Gary, and I'm located in Chicago. His question. Would meta days, extra days off introduced during the pandemic, continue in 2023? Zuckerberg appeared visibly frustrated. Um, all right, he stammered. He just explained that he thought the economy was heading for one of the worst downturns that we've seen in recent history, causing him to elaborate further, adding, given my tone in the rest of the Q&A, you can probably imagine what my reaction to this is. After this year, meta days were canceled. <sighs> The changes at Meta also included a price hike for the company's Quest VR headset. No updated hardware or anything like that. It's just going to cost $100 more to own one starting in August. Yep, it's a feature. Okay, well, that'll probably work against their immediate Metaverse goals because they've just made the barrier to entry even harder during a time where people have less to spend. Yeah, seems counterintuitive, but I don't know. I guess things are costing more. Sure, it makes sense, but it's also like, this is your next big thing, right? This is where you're putting all of your money towards? Ah, well. Just like with video game consoles, you have to sell at a loss to get people through the door so they will use your product. Got to tighten our belts, tighten our headsets, give ourselves a headache and yeah, a stomachache. Exactly. You yeah. got to get the counterweight on it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, desperate times call for bad decisions, apparently, because as we mentioned previously, Instagram was also about to get worse for users as the parent company tries desperately to squeeze any last shred of profitability out of its products. Earlier this week, it was announced that Instagram had basically given up and would complete its transformation as a TikTok clone with a massive emphasis on video content and an updated feed algorithm that would consist of content from people, pages, and brands that you've never interacted with and never followed. This is uh, like, I don't use it. I go on Instagram maybe like once a day and it already was like every third or fourth post was a targeted ad. Yeah. Um, which like, look, fine, whatever. I can still, I can just scroll past it. But like, yeah, what they're, what they're describing here, it's just, it's TikTok, it's YouTube. It's not Instagram, a photo sharing website where you follow your friends and pages that you want to see posts from. Yeah, and they've been really pushing the reels thing for so long where it's like, I don't knock people for doing it because even I've got the notification where it's like, hey, you want to make $1,000? Start posting reels all the time. I've seen people pivot to it. And I've even seen like uh, uh, companies that typically just do 
static content mm-hmm. just barely animate a photo or like have like a gif dancing on it That's a real to note. make it a real yeah yeah um so as elliot pointed to instagram hasn't really been all that good in recent years anyway but these days trying to scroll through your feed it really feels like tiktok more than ever before except a lot of the content is just stolen and re-uploaded from other parts a lot of the internet of the, you see the tiktok watermark on a lot of them yeah that too but there's somewhere it's just like uh, I don't know what algorithms think about me, but it the, it was the same thing on TikTok where it's just like, here's a bunch of like uh, soothing nonsense related to like woodworking oh, and yeah. things like that where it's just I, like, I love it. Here's a machine that uh, cuts things circular and yeah. it makes it look really pretty. But you go to it and it's like this page is just, I, I there's a thing where you can look into more information about the account. Every single one was like formed in 2021 in India. Yeah, it's just a bot that probably just yeah, scours just, like Reddit or something. Exactly, yeah. it just reposts it to Instagram. Yeah. But this is the stuff that they're pushing to your feed as a way to keep people on the site and make okay. money. But look, it worked for Facebook. That was just a place where stolen content was just regurgitated uh, over and over again. Yeah, and it worked for a little while until it didn't. Yeah, until uh, half an industry lost their jobs. Yeah, it's catastrophic, actually. Uh, here's TechCrunch with more on this specifically. As Instagram's parent company Meta chases TikTok's astronomical growth in short-form video, the app's chief, Adam Mosseri, has even gone as far as saying that Instagram's priority is no longer photos. Plus, users feel like they're mostly seeing algorithmically recommended content from accounts they don't follow. Uh, So these changes prompted a response from creators on Instagram. And obviously, those Kardashians who posted protest flyers on their pages that read, Make Instagram Instagram again. Well, you, you're, you're on the Kardashians' bad side. Yeah. Whoo. It also said, stop trying to be TikTok. I just want to see cute photos of my friends. Now, not wanting to bear the attack from a bunch of people who look up to the Kardashians. Which is scary. It's a lot of people. Instagram was forced to respond, but mainly they just doubled down on their decisions while trying to explain how this is a good evolution for the platform. No! <laughs> Eat your vegetables. They're they're good for you. Uh, in their earnings call this My week, Good for you, I mean good for me. Yeah. <laughs> Zuckerberg acknowledged the, uh, acknowledged the critiques, but maintained that, quote, social feeds are going from being driven primarily by the people and accounts you follow to increasingly also being driven by AI, recommending content that you'll find interesting from across Facebook and Instagram, even if you don't follow those creators. Adding that currently more than 15% of content on your Instagram feed is served up by AI, and that, quote, we expect these numbers to double by the end of next year. Um, Sounds like Sounds shitty. Also, sucks. Uh, this is a company who has the absolute worst track record of feeding people content that could do very bad things to people. Yeah, uh, I don't algorithm run by a Facebook algorithm serving up like I mean like TikTok. Their algorithm is kind of scary, but in like not the same kind of way as like uh, like YouTube's algorithm was. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't trust Facebook. Uh, really to n- n- stop children from being turned into little Nazis, yes. if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, so, there you go. Uh, at least some of the changes have already been walked back, though. It was a quick turner. You piss off the Kardashians, yeah. then it's it's like you're one step below pissing off K-pop stands. Yeah. Yeah. Or Snyderverse people. But, uh, yeah. They will get in their plane. They will fly five minutes to where you are. I don't are. care. Well, where's the Facebook Facebook headquarters? Three miles away? <laughs> Call my plane. Yeah. But uh, the company, despite doubling down on the changes to Instagram, they reverted uh, some of them. Here's Insider. 
Amid growing criticism, Instagram said on Thursday that it was walking back some of its recently announced changes, including a full screen version of the app. I'm glad we took a risk. If we're not failing every once in a while, we're not thinking big enough or bold enough, Instagram boss Adam Mosseri told Casey Newton's platformer on Thursday. But we definitely need to take a big step back and regroup. When we've learned a lot, then we come back with some sort of new idea or iteration. So we're going to work through that. Some of the changes that have irked celebrities, influencers, and other Instagram users will eventually be implemented, however. Mosseri told Platformer that the company was temporarily scaling back the use of his recommendation algorithm, which places content in users' feeds from accounts they don't already follow. Obviously, this is just temporary, and Meta is going to move forward with this just a bit more slowly until it all <laughs> blows over and people just get used to it. Yeah. They moved the, the post-photo button up to the corner, and people cried and stomp their feet, and uh, guess what? It's still up there in the corner. Yeah. And if you click the thing in the middle that looks like the thing that you would click if you want to post a photo, uh, that's to make a fucking reel. You know what I hate <laughs> is when I was like, I'm like, what, what is that? And I hit the profile, and it automatically goes to all of their reels. Yeah. See that? So, yes, the pro tip would be don't use Instagram at all. That's the easiest solution if yeah. you don't want to be bothered by any of this. Uh, and I know that Facebook is a fuck. It, it is the most evil company in the world. But uh, sadly, Instagram is the only connection I have to like old family and friends and people I grew up with and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's Facebook, but just by its very nature, it's less creepy. Like it's just a very casual way to kind of keep tabs on the people in your life that you don't see a whole lot. You're like, oh, they're pregnant. Good. Oh, cool. They moved. They, yeah. le they left Los Angeles and moved somewhere much cheaper where they own a McMansion. Good for them. Yeah, that's that's great. Hey. It's like. Whatever. I'm gonna double tap that. Hey. Yeah, uh, I, but, I saw it. <laughs> but there you go. It's uh, that's you could not use it, but just be aware that uh, you are the product. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Anyway, speaking of changes, ch 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 changes. Former President Donald Trump has got a few changes up his sleeve. Should he be elected once again in 2024? Uh, which the odds are not bad. <laughs> uh, coming just short of announcing his candidacy in the presidential election, Trump recently went mask off while laying out his problems and plans for America. And if you thought this dude spoke like an authoritarian dictator before, well, buckle up, because he's just getting started. Yeah. Uh, so while back in Washington, D.C. this week for the horribly titled America First Policy Institute's America First Agenda Summit, hmm. Can they should up. work on branding. Yeah, Donald Trump was giving a speech and just kind of started riffing, as he's known to do, saying that the government should remove thousands of homeless Americans and put them in tents on large parcels of inexpensive land in the outer reaches of the cities with permanent bathrooms and medical professionals. Sir, you are describing a concentration yeah, camp. That's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, should start this unit. I don't know. Name we, concentrate unit, all of the Unit 731. People. We could do medical experiments on the homeless. They're medical professionals. We can do vivisections. That's why we do autopsies while they're still alive. Let's I love what happens. With even the best intentions of this, it's just like, all right, gather everyone up. They're going to the Trump uh, homeless camps. Yeah. This will be great. Uh -huh. uh, he also said the U.S. should execute drug dealers. Um, uh, who else said that drug dealers should be... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Rodrigo Duterte. Hey, yeah. he's no longer president of the Philippines, but his his ideas live on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trump also praised how China prosecutes criminals. Hmm. Which, um, I'd say it's a mixed bag. Yeah. I, I like the part where uh, if you're like a billionaire and you get caught breaking the law, they just fucking kill you. But, oh, okay, but yeah. otherwise, uh, no, not a fan. <laughs> and he also called for a return to stop and frisk policies in cities. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
not really a, like a dog whistle as much as a uh, giant horn, but sure. Like literally, oh God, like it, it's so upsetting that this is even still something people can propose. But uh, yeah, stop and frisk didn't fucking work. There's no evidence that ever fucking worked. It's been gone for like years now, and there's no evidence evidence that things have you know, would be better off if Stop and Frisk was back. They just like the idea that uh, police can harass young, anyone they want. Yeah, young, which ends up just being young black and yeah. brown people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what they like. He's going to be bringing that back. We're bringing that back. Uh, so that's all sounds horrific, but uh, the reporting from Time continues saying, if he were still running the country, he said, he would override governors and mayors and send the National Guard into neighborhoods with high crime rates. Uh, what could whoa, go wrong? Jesus Christ. Uh, the former president laid out a dark vision of the country since he left office. Quote, we're a war zone, he said, adding, there is no longer respect for the law and there is certainly no order. Our country is now a cesspool of crime. Hey, so you know how we like occupied those countries in the Middle East? Well, now we, we, can, o- that here. we can occupy our own country. Yeah, because we did such a good job over there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it would be horrific, but uh, the military, you know, very low bar, but they do hold themselves slightly more accountable than American police. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be bad. And it would, it would help those recruitment numbers because yeah, you're you either the one have... bullying people in their neighborhoods yeah. or you're the one being bullied. I'm shipping out to Boston. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even have to go overseas. Yeah. How ca- how how about this? How about you get a signing bonus? You can go right down to the dealership afterwards, and you don't even have to leave the country. We're not going to send you overseas. You're going to stay right here and bash skulls in America. Yeah. And and we're going to call these domestic troops stormtroopers. Yeah. For no reason. They're just going to be called stormtroopers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look, we know it's hard to believe because of what you see on the news and social media, but act- violent crime as well as property crime, is actually down a significant amount since as recently as the early 90s, regardless of the data source. It's 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 on like a slight, slight uptick but when like you zoom in out, the last yeah. year, but like overall just like massively down yeah. compared to like the 70s and 80s when America truly was a crime-infested like shithole. Yeah, and uh, that's in spite of the fact that uh, the numbers are down, yet the perception of crime amongst Americans is up in far greater numbers yeah, than ever well, before. Yeah, because you see it on like the Citizen app and the Nextdoor app and the Amazon Neighbors app all the fucking time, which I have. Uh, I installed Citizen uh, just because there was like a couple weeks ago, there was a helicopter over my house for like an hour. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah. I, I'm like, right, I'll, I'll install this goddamn app so I can see if anyone's crowdsourced an explanation for this. And uh, I still have it on my phone. And it notifies me about any crime happening within like a hundred miles. There was like, there so was, it just constantly. There was some uh, negative reporting about that where uh, people were just reporting complete bullshit. Probably. Made up scenarios. Yeah, I mean, there's been a few that uh, would appear to just be uh, misunderstandings or outright lies where yeah. it's like man with a knife down here. And then there's just never any updates. I'm like, well, I hope that I guess hope, I guess that yeah, sorted itself. Okay, out. Whatever. Uh, he's but, in uh, Donald Trump's tent city now. But yeah, when you're looking at stuff like that and then also when the news media that you choose to follow uh you know has a vested interest in portraying crime as being out of control then that's the perception that you're gonna get yeah but uh back to his almost announcement that he's officially running again so yeah as the audience of about 800 in the crowded hotel ballroom chanted four more years trump said the country was getting ready for an incredible comeback if republicans take back congress and the white house i'm doing it for america and it is my honor to do it trump said about considering running for president again if i don't our nation's doomed. 
Well, I guess he better do it. But uh, Trump's presidential bid isn't exactly sitting well with the Republican National Convention. There's a bit of a schism happening now, mm-hmm. and I, it's very exciting. I, you love to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they recently stated that they would, they're going to stop paying Trump's legal fees if he announces that he's running for president in 2024, <laughs> which I'm sure caused at least a few people who consider themselves Republican to exclaim, wait, we're paying for Trump's legal fees? Why would we need to do that? He's a billionaire. Yeah. And also, if Trump's as like noble and law-abiding as he makes himself out to be, why would numerous legal fees for this man even exist at all? It's strange. Huh. Mm. Well, according to the write-up on Fox News, of all places, the RNC is currently bankrolling several legal cases for Trump, including personal lawsuits and government investigations into him, and has paid nearly $2 million in legal fees for the former president. Uh, However, this attempt to stop Trump from announcing his candidacy, it it doesn't seem like it's some noble move from the Republican Party. They just want him to wait until after the midterm elections because they think that his announcement would upset the status quo in an election where they apparently seem poised to win. Uh, It doesn't seem like they have a lot of faith in that massive Trump base, uh, but whatever. They're just like, yeah, can you wait till the midterms? Because even if you fail, we want to at least get the midterms over. Yeah. Um, but that is that goes without saying that like Fox News recently, and this is something that pops up if you Google like Fox News turning it back on Trump. There's just years of those types of uh, yeah. indications. But uh, it does. They're seem... just hedging their bets. Exactly. Anyways, he got he got real mad at Fox and Friends this week. Yeah, wasn't he like? I think Laura Ingram's next. She's gonna betray me next. Cause they, I mean, they were like. I guess it's some the turning point convention. They're like, yeah, Trump, we got, you know, 80% of the people there want Trump to be president again. But then uh, Greg Ducey or whatever, he's like, but like that doesn't mean that 80% of all Republicans think Trump should be president again. Like these are the, these are hardcore MAGA people. Obviously they're skewing the result. And Trump fired off. He's like, no, everybody wants me to be president again. Yeah. These lamestream, uh, you know, these these Fox, Fox and no, no longer my friends. Yeah. Fox and ex-best friends. <laughs> why I watch Newsmax. Yeah, which is like the only one left now because uh, OAN, I think as of uh, July 31st, no more. OAN, uh, not not, going to be on TV anymore. Yeah, I think Verizon was the last one to cut them. They sent out some plea, just like, please, please call all your providers. It's on in like Alaska now. There you go. And every every military base. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Anyway, another news from the world of Trump, though. Remember when we covered the story about all those uh, professional golfers who were uh, signing massive contracts with Saudi Arabia's hot new golf league, the LIV, and turning their backs. Friendship ended with PGA. Yeah. Now, Mohammed bin Salman, crown prince of <laughs> Saudi Arabia, is my new best friend. I touched the orb. So, yeah, I mean, many people were quick to acknowledge that the PGA does suck, mm-hmm. but that it's impossible to look past the human rights violations of Saudi Arabia and their crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, who just in recent memory uh, ordered the killing of an American journalist in Turkey. Kind of hard to look past yeah. that. So, I mean, yeah, PGA kind of sucks, but... <laughs> Not really apples to oranges. Uh, yeah, so LIV has been throwing outrageous bags of oil money at <laughs> golfers to have them make the switch, knowing that their days of playing in the PGA would kind of be over, and every announcement has been met with some level of disappointment. But you know what makes total sense? Donald Trump not only vocally supporting Saudi Arabia's LIV tournament, but hosting and participating in one of their tournaments himself and providing one hell of a quote about the whole thing. Uh, Here's The Hill with more. Former President Trump defended the Saudi-backed LIV golf tournament planned for his golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, against calls from families of 9-11 terror attack victims to back out. Quote, 
Nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately. Oh, wow. That's what Trump told ESPN on Thursday. Yeah, ugh. Uh, He continued, They should have. As to the maniacs that did that horrible thing to our city, to our country, to the world. So nobody's really been there. But I can tell you that there are a lot of really great people that are out here today. And we're going to have a lot of fun. And we're going to celebrate. Save the 9-11 talk for later. We're having a good time out here in New Jersey. It's just so weird that, like, almost every one of these attackers uh, came from or was trained in, or had uh, just uh, numerous ties to uh, not just the nation of Saudi Arabia, but very powerful people in Saudi Arabia, including people in the Saudi Arabian uh, royal family. It's weird. It's just a coincidence. But hey, don't look too deeply into it, you little tinfoil wearing dweeb. It's summertime. No. No. We're all out here. Have you seen how good I look? Donald Trump, I'm looking good. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. Sir, you look like you're ready to serve another four years <laughs> in the toughest job in the world. Not for me. Very easy. Very It'll easy. be very easy. Uh, so that reporting continues. Families of the victims who died in the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks condemned Trump for hosting the tournament slated for this weekend at Trump National Golf Club, Bedminster, due to Saudi's ties to the attack's plotters. The tournament will take place about an hour's drive from Ground Zero. Yeah, all right. But he looks great. He is uh, he is big, he is wet, and he is ready to be president once again. Yeah, hashtag no makeup. <laughs> yeah, no filter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, we're still dealing with the, the, the Joe Brandon administration. <laughs> and while Biden has apparently already recovered from his recent bout with the coronavirus, because, <laughs> you know, there was never any shot. They, they, when Trump when Trump lived through it, I'm like, okay, they got a secret batch of drugs. They, yeah, the second yeah, yeah. they detect that, they got this guy hooked up to like the super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. So he was always going to be okay. But uh, you know, they announced that despite two quarters of negative GDP growth, that somehow the U.S. isn't actually in a recession. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his administration has still found time. To also fuck up the situation with WNBA player Brittany Griner, who was arrested and detained in Russia for being in possession of weed, becoming the most notable political prisoner since the start of the war in Ukraine. And it is horrible that she's being held there in what is clearly a political move by Putin's government. But the trade deal that has been offered by the United States uh, doesn't really make much sense at all. Firstly, everyone in the country who has been locked up for possession of marijuana should immediately be released and have their criminal records cleared of those charges. It's just dumb. Yeah. Because the optics of fighting for the rights of someone over a weed charge in another country while people are sitting in our own prisons for the same exact thing, a bit outrageous. Yeah. A bit hypocritical. Again, she should not be incarcerated in Russia. I, I feel like we should keep saying that because any critique of the politics around this is not a critique against her or anyone else detained over such a stupid law. It's just Odd when you look at what's happening with the story. Yeah. The U.S. government is apparently fighting for her release and has now officially offered a trade with Russia, a prisoner swap for Brittany Griner and accused spy Paul Whelan for Victor Bout. All right, we get two for one. That's, uh, that's Who's this Victor Bout That's guy? a pretty good deal if yeah. you don't look into Victor Bout. I mean, whatever. It's two for one. How bad could it be? Well, Victor Bout is an arms dealer who carried the nickname The Merchant of Death and was so prolific that the 2005 Nicolas Cage film Lord of War was said to be partly inspired by him. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 
So yeah, when this guy was arrested in Thailand over a decade ago, he was charged with, among other things, conspiracy to provide material support or resources to a designated foreign terrorist organization, conspiring to kill Americans, conspiring to kill American officers or employees, and conspiring to acquire and use an anti-aircraft missile. Hmm. Whoa! Okay, so yeah, while yes, you know, reiterating again, Brittany Griner shouldn't be used as a political pawn. I don't know, the deal seems a little bit lopsided. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Russia gets a prolific arms dealer with a decades-long track record of smuggling, wire fraud, weapons distribution, and more in a trade for a WNBA player who had a vape pen at an airport. It's... Look, we're, we're happy to have her back, right? Yeah. She shouldn't be... This is... It's bullshit. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. Yeah, a bit much. Anyway, let's move from Russia-U.S. relations and the human lives caught in the balance to China. And they're goddamn space trash that just keeps on crashing into Earth in unpredictable locations. Yeah, it is happening again. Don't mess with space. If this feels like deja vu, it's because this exact scenario happened just last year in May of 2021, and also in 2020 as well, when debris fell across the west coast of Africa. Uh, a Chinese rocket booster is falling back to Earth, and no one knows exactly where parts of this rocket may end up. But due to its size and weight, significant parts of the booster will survive the descent through our atmosphere and strike the Earth. But just like the previous uncontrolled rocket re-entries, the likelihood of rocket parts crashing into people is relatively low, but not impossible. Yeah. But still good news if you really think about it. I mean, sure, it is parts of a rocket booster crashing down on Earth? Yes. What's the likelihood it's going to hit me? Not very high. All right, sounds good. Still going to go forward with the weekend plans. Yeah. Uh, here's The Verge with more on that. Sometime this weekend, a massive booster from a Chinese rocket will begin an uncontrolled fall back to Earth from space. The booster is part of a Long March 5B rocket, which launched on July 24th, sending a new module into orbit for China's growing Tiangong space station. So after the rocket reaches space, it sheds a fairly massive part of itself, its core booster. This booster sticks around in orbit, lapping the planet before eventually falling back to Earth. Since the rocket part is more than 100 feet long and more than 22 tons in weight, it's possible that up to 9 tons worth of material could survive the fall. Fortunately, last year the rocket came down in the sparsely populated Indian Ocean, but in 2020 that falling rocket did dump debris off of the Ivory Coast, sending metal pipes and other objects into villages without causing any injuries, thank God. Yeah. Still, the risk to the average human from this year's rocket is so low that it should not keep anyone up at night. In fact, for any one person on Earth, there are six chances in 10 trillion that a part of this rocket will hit you and cause some kind of casualty or injury, according to the Aerospace Corporation. Hmm. Although, like, there's a, a photo from the west coast of Africa where it's like this 25-foot-long like metal pole that's just sitting in a village. Looks like it could do some damage. Yeah, I mean, one in a couple trillion, it's not nothing. So yeah, that Aerospace Corporation, they're tracking the re-entry and updating their Twitter account with increasingly accurate estimates of where the debris field could be. Yeah. So, um... Something to watch uh, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But let's pivot into good news now, though, because uh, Senator Joe Manchin has finally done the bare minimum and signed off on a climate, energy, and tax package after negotiations with Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Their compromise has resulted in a package that would, quote, set aside $369 billion for climate and energy programs, as well as raise taxes on corporations and high earners while lowering the cost of prescription drugs, extending health subsidies, and reducing the deficit. 
The abrupt announcement of a deal suggested a potential reversal of fortune for Mr. Biden and the Democrats, who had resigned themselves to the demise of the climate, energy, and tax package. They had been preparing to push forward with a scaled-back pairing of the prescription drug pricing measure with an extension of expanded health care subsidies. But should it pass both chambers in the coming weeks, the measure would fulfill long-standing Democratic promises to address soaring health care costs and tax the rich, as well as provide the largest investment towards fighting climate change in American history. Which okay. sounds great. Is it going to pass? Uh, seems unlikely considering uh, a veterans aid package died in the Senate today. Uh, yeah, look, we we support our troops. We stand for the flag. Uh, if you you love it, leave it. If you don't, if you don't love this country, get the fuck out. But also, uh, any soldier who happened to have the misfortune of being near a burn pit. While deployed overseas. Or Agent Orange. In can Vietnam. just get fucked. I don't care. Yeah. This, Fucking this, die. I don't give a shit. Loser. And and in the scale of like government spending, this was so yeah. small of an amount. And it was, it like Elliot said, it it's was cruel. For, it was for service members who were exposed to chemicals while working yeah. for the military. Like getting cancer. And there's like, I have cancer directly because of shit the U.S. government made me do while I was working for them. It'd be cool. Well, first of all, it'd be cool if uh, none of us had to fucking pay for our health care. Yeah. Uh, but it would be cool if, if in this instance, for starters... Just help uh, us out. I didn't have to do that because yeah. it's not my fucking fault. You made me do this shit. God damn it. So we'll see how far this uh, package gets. But it's good that uh, Joe Manchin did something, I guess. Yeah, and I guess he, he pissed off a lot of Republicans for once. Yeah. They were kind of blindsided. Hey! Oh, yeah. I thought this, you were on our so side. So this is how that feels, being disappointed by Joe Manchin. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Anyways, in more good news, a summer library program in Texas, accurately named Band Camp, but like B-A-N-N-E-D, get it? Band Camp is providing kids with access to banned or challenged books, most of which deal with LGBTQ and race issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's NBC News with more on this. Amid an unprecedented effort by conservatives across the state to prohibit books dealing with sexuality, gender identity, and race, the camp's organizers planned over a dozen in-person and remote events throughout the summer to shine a spotlight on these banned and challenged titles. Our local community members reached out to us to see what we could do, what voice that we had in preventing this from happening in our local schools. Charlie Razzik, CEO of the store Book People, told NBC News. Other titles featured among the Band Camp series include Heartstopper, a young adult LGBTQ graphic novel, and 1984, George, George Orwell's classic dystopian novel. Why are they banning that? They they cite they reference ni- it all they the time. They reference 1984 constantly. Yeah, but don't read it. Yeah, because then you won't be able to unwittingly say this is just like this is just like George Orwell's George, 1984. This is just like Jeff Corwin's 1986. This is just like that damn Animal Farm. Yeah. Where all the animals talked and that one spider made a beautiful web with words in it. Yeah. And they said, some pig. <laughs> but the pig was communism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, just this week, also in good news, it was announced that both the fourth and fifth patients in a worldwide study have apparently been cured of HIV. Hey, good for them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good for those two people. Nice. Well, and the ones that came before. Uh, here's the Wall Street Journal with more on that. 
A 66-year-old man in Southern California and a woman in her 70s in Spain are the latest in a small group of people who appear to have beaten their HIV infections, providing researchers new clues to a possible cure at a time when COVID-19 and other crises are slowing progress against the spreading virus. Doctors caring for the man said they haven't found any human immunodeficiency virus that can replicate in his body since he stopped antiretroviral drug therapy in March 2021 after a transplant of stem cells containing a rare genetic mutation that blocks HIV infection. The woman in Spain still has HIV lying dormant in some cells in her body, but the amount is declining and the virus isn't replicating even though she stopped antiretroviral therapy more than 15 years ago. The two cases, quote, provide continued hope for people living with HIV and inspiration for the scientific community, said Sharon Lewin, director of the Peter Doherty Institute for Infection and Immunity and a leader in HIV cure research who wasn't involved in the studies. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Like thinking, I mean, I mean, both of us, like our lifetime, I mean, HIV first came out a little bit before we were around, but like, you know, when they first started actually acknowledging that it was a thing and teaching it to like children. Yeah. Like it was just like, yeah, no. So anyone who gets this is going to fucking it's die. A death sentence, like yeah. it's just it just ravages your body. There's nothing you can fucking do. About it is it. incredible. The leaps and bounds they've made in yeah. treatment, survivability and now uh, potential cures. It's wild. But, you know, on the other hand, uh, we're going full circle and uh, we're all probably going to have to get the fucking like polio vaccine again. Yeah. Or small. Yeah. Polio, because uh, or smallpox. Well, we're all going to have to get the fucking smallpox vaccine. Well, because, wasn't there a case uh, of polio in New York, too? Yeah. Polio's back in New York for the first time in like a decade. Like, yeah, all these diseases that were successfully eradicated. Uh, they're coming back. I like when like peak COVID and everyone's like, this is wearing masks and stuff, new normal. And it's like, no, new normal is like a bunch of infectious diseases coming back because people refuse to get vaccinated against yeah. them. Yeah. So and, we're and all also, just in a constant rotating fucking game of dodging viruses. And just old, old viruses that are frozen in the Arctic tundra. Just, just uh, releasing. Yeah, yeah. Just releasing. And, Oops. Well, there's a new one. What are we going to do? Yeah. You know? Uh, also, like, I, we, I don't have time to like even add this in. And also, it just feels like it almost feels like manufactured controversy, but there's a whole lot of shit going on with the uh, new Nathan Fielder show, the rehearsal. People are weirdly, uh, I mean, people are like, this is exploitative. And it fucking is, and that's why it's great. But like, uh, yeah, people are doing like a, I don't know. It, a retro analysis on all kind of like comedy that uses real people in, because there's yeah. like, there's people going into like the Tim and Eric exploiting. Uh, yeah, of course, that's why it's funny. Yeah. Well, the Nathan, it's like, when it comes down to it, it's like, even in Nathan for you, this is just shining a light on people who do anything for fame and success. Yeah, like, and these people all signed on to be on this show. Uh, the fact that they did so while being extremely fucking weird, that's their thing. Yeah. This, the specifically the guy they're talking about in the episode, he isn't weird because... He's on this show with he's David like a, Fielder. He's a bad person. Yeah, it seems like he's in a pretty like bad person. Insane ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you please, if you haven't seen Nathan View, boy, do you yeah. have a, do you have a show to catch up on? But his new show, The Rehearsal, somehow goes above and beyond in like and uh, somehow, insane cringe territory. Despite years of like actual good success of the Nathan for You show on Comedy Central, for some reason. HBO putting out this show has garnered the eyeballs of the entire world where they're just like, uh, yeah. wait, hold on. This guy's exploiting people. And it's like, have you ever seen a reality show? You yeah. want to see real exploitation? Look at like any, first of all, look at any reality show from the 2000s. Second of all, uh, like look at like The Bachelorette where it's just like, hey, room of people, 
here's an unlimited amount of tequila. Yeah. Go nuts and literally change your personality on camera and be the worst possible version of yourself for our entertainment. By all uh, measure, the people that are involved in any Nathan for You sketch uh, are sober while doing so, or at least sure. not at the fault of him. Yeah. And are people who are saying and doing things for the camera that thinks they think make them look good. Yeah. It's the same thing with uh, How To With John Wilson's a perfect example because he really doesn't yeah, he make just, anyone do anything. He just turns the camera off. Yeah. And, and yeah. says yes to everything. And these people are perfectly cool uh, with telling this camera they're the weirdest shit about them. Yeah. It's the same thing with Channel 5. It's like, is that exploiting people? Or is it just turning a camera on and looking at what is what is real? I don't know. It's it's a strange conversation on uh, on Twitter. Um, I guess. It I, was, the it theory was, is that he's uh, self-canceling himself for a future episode, which I, I think is possible. Yeah, that's always possible. Like he this hired could be like a, a bot game. army to... Uh, to cancel himself. Yeah, there's one specific account that ha that is like very active. Yeah. That even is like, am I an intern for HBO? So maybe the whole thing's a big meta play on I comedy so. itself. But I did love that the two trending topics today uh, on Twitter were uh, uh, Nathan Fielder is exploitative and uh, uh, was it? What's the other prince name? Uh, not the one that's married to Markle. Harry? No, the other one. William. Prince William uh, is getting, like, fucked in the ass by a mistress. What? Yeah. The Prince of Pegging. What? It was all over. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. These royals. They what the it. fuck? Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's it for News Dump this week. If you haven't already seen it, please watch our most recent episode of Tech, uh, Tech News Day. Uh, and also uh, an episode from earlier in the week. Watch both of those. Subscribe to the channel. And we'll be back for some weird news. No As lie. If this wasn't weird already. But yeah, it's, so it's going to get weirder. Yeah. Bye. See you.